0: good Italian job. How are you brother? Uh, dude I'm feeling well. I would normally say I'm feeling good but I did uh, week one of iron packs today and I can't lift my arms. It was literally one of those I, I struggled to wash my hair after yeah. the workout this morning. I felt like I needed to walk through a car wash or rub up against one of the brushes like cows do in the fields. Yeah. I, uh, so yeah I, I'm feeling goodish yeah i guess is my response i don't know i
1: haven't washed my hair in 20 some odd years so i can't i can't testify to that but i can attest to the fact that uh week zero is in the bag and i just found out i'm going to be doing it again tomorrow at wakanda um i i think i've called nine one one no less than six times to help me up off the toilet later in the day so (laughs) we're we're all good um News of the Nation came out, read through that. Yeah. I'm fired up for the guys who are going to dive in next week uh, to the next Grow Ruck 31. Uh, looking forward to October when I'll be present at 32. Got a good contingency coming together there. Just excited to see a lot of guys I haven't spent time with under the log in quite some time. Today I'm fired up by the fact that uh, we've got a really great conversation with a with a high-impact dude I'm going to tee him up like this, and then we're going to just jump in cannonball style. Pure Lead has done something that most men in F3 Nation have seen come through the Twitter sphere, the Slackiverse, the, the, the News of the Nation podcast. You know, we've been all over with this guy. He initiated the F3 uh, Freedom Prison Project. Hello Kitty had a great conversation with him. Man, if you're listening to our conversation now, please go back and listen to Pure Light and Hello Kitty talk through that because we don't want to rehash that. Um, We want to learn how he did what he did and take take the the building blocks, as well as the stumbling obstacles that he dealt with and make sure that we are not only building the 43 feet of road, you know, Pure has cleared the 43 feet of road. He is in the process of lighting the 43 feet of road. We want this conversation to be something that motivates men that hear it to move forward in whatever it is that they have their heart set on. So All that being said, Pure Lead, welcome to Stuff Worth Trying. Let's get into it. name rama and then how long you been doing F3, and how'd you get your name?
2: Thank you. Thank you so much, Tommy boy. Uh, Pure Lead here, Leonovsky45, and uh, I got my uh, name, oh, Wolf EH'd me, and my EH story probably one of the most unique in F3. I got ehed, uh, on the yard of Pelican Bay Supermax prison by Wolf. Uh, we were both volunteers, mind you. I've never been incarcerated myself. But we were uh, going through a program called Hustle 2.0. And I uh, asked him, as we were about to be let out after the first of two days. So what else do you do besides volunteer and support the guys on the inside? And he said, well, I do this workout with a bunch of guys early morning, rain or shine. And, uh, it's the best community of men I've ever been in. And I said, sold. And that was it. I showed up the next Saturday, uh, after coming back from uh, Pelican Bay, which is in California. And, uh, what happened was it happened to be a Q school day, and our Nantan, God bless his soul, uh, <laughs> a, a former Nantan, Dig Dug, was uh, queuing the school. And of course, one of the first, or at the end of the workout, he decided to recount the five rules of F3, right? So it's five core principles. We all know yes, sir, five core principles, right? So, first one is it is free. Three, Second three, it three. is open to all men. Mm-hmm. number three, it is rain or shine. number four, it is pure lead mm-hmm. and it was a big circle, yeah, and so I misheard ah. and I'm like and I'm like, pure lead, and then everybody laughed I decided and then I decided to ramp it up because I am from the Soviet Union, so I said pure lead kind of like cupping my (laughs) cupping my hands you know my belt below my belt like pure lead and he's like that's your name and I'm like a what (laughs) (laughs) I had no chance no chance to share anything about me and so I got this pure lead story uh which hindsight is pretty interesting I I think it's a pretty decent name all things considered uh, absolutely People are like, "Are you leading something? Like, what's, what's your what's your deal?" And so, uh, but yeah, that's that's my name. And then, uh, just a side note uh, with the IPC, since we're all talking about IPC, um, I did uh, Iron Packs last year, so uh, just finished my week zero today, uh, and uh, we have a unique thing happening here. One of our guys, softball, uh, takes a cinder for those. Who finish and creates a logo for each individual man wow that is connected to their name
0: oh that's awesome
2: i i will post i'll send you the pictures of and this is like 50 60 guys right individual it had all of them have f3 on it all of them have a year that you finish and then a unique label so mine he put a uh the lead you, you know the the actual element uh, yes. the, yep. the square with the molecular weight and yes. then created a font, a Russian font, and had pure with red and black and uh, lead and pure with an R reversed. How nice. about that? Dude, so, that's you know,
0: fantastic.
2: Right? So, so I have my own cinder to hurt myself with. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, so it, uh, those of you who haven't done week zero, it is a doozy. Very simple and very, very ter- terrible. So yeah, I love it. I love it when any any workout is described as simple and/or this is all
1: we're gonna do. Dot dot dot. Oh god,
0: God
2: help me. Yeah,
0: I don't know about you guys. I I gotta say this about IPC uh, week one. At any point, did you feel like you're gonna fall on your face during the merkins? Like my last set of merkins about. Two or three times, I was like, "That's it. I'm about to lose my teeth on the paper." Are we talking about week zero or
2: week one? Because zero,
0: zero, zero. I was thinking. Yeah, Yeah, I was
2: like, "How are you going for week one already?" No, week
0: week zero. See that you know the blood has not fully returned to the to where it should. You know the the muscles, the brain. It's all foggy. You get it.
2: I I I have a very I have a magic word for F three, and one of my favorite words in F three is "modify as needed." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds familiar. I Indian. am I am I am honestly uh I, I believe in safety above all else. And so wow. I, I modify when needed, but yes, it was it was miserable, uh, uh especially on the second round of Merkin's. Yeah, yes. I don't. I don't feel like going through iron packs and making a boat payment for my dentist uh, <laughs> in
1: any form of reconstructive surgery. So, I hear you. Well, listen, Pure Lead, let's do this. Uh, quick update as far as the F three uh, Freedom Prison Project. What's new since it burst on the the overall F three nation scene?
2: Absolutely, you can. Those of you who want updates all the time, uh, go to the F three Slack channel. Uh, F3 Nation Slack channel. We have our own little channel called F3 Freedom. We will update it as we can. Uh, to, to date, the whole idea, first of all, the mission of F3 Freedom Prison Project is to uh, bring F3 programs and uh, development programs into prisons and through them transform those inside as well as the packs outside and in, in the end ultimately transform the prison system as we know it uh and what we have right now is a an AO that's been formed uh three weeks four weeks ago tomorrow will be its fourth uh workout uh, we have six people already and it is uh, growing really fast we have highly dedicated Guys who are running it, uh, Mr. Miyagi is the guy who is really into it. And the uh, the goal of F3 Freedom Project is, uh, or F3, yeah, uh, F3 Freedom Project is that uh, it has three three elements. Number one, to bring the F3 workouts and programming such as Q Source into prisons. That is key. Number two is to bring the guys from outside in for convergences and in the process transform their life. Uh, I've been doing this kind of work for the last three years with Defy Ventures another program before COVID hit. And uh, people constantly say that it was the most impactful day of their life outside of the birth of their children and the marriage to their M. And uh, number three, and in some ways it's the most important long-term is that what we do when the guys are released. So mm. we meet men at the door with a ruck that has clothes, shoes of their size, $50 gas card, and a schedule of the workouts near them. And they say, hey, start tomorrow, 5.30. And okay. so the continuation of the process will continue. There is a lot more to it that can be done, but that is the seed that ultimately will bear fruit. Yeah, well, that's the, that's the yeah. thought
0: of, you know, we want to limit the the barriers of entry and uh you know when we call f3 free and open to all men that's what exactly what it means it costs nothing and it's open to all men all men regardless of their circumstances of their past or of their future this is open to all men now i'm assuming that when you guys started the uh the project itself the freedom prison project that there were some men that were a little bit apprehensive, or maybe their wives were a little bit apprehensive. I'm not sure if I really want you going in there, or maybe that in the back of your mind, I'm fearful of being in between the prison walls or or working out with people I don't know. So I think today, maybe we get into the fear, the primal instinct of, do I want to try this new thing? It's something is uncomfortable. I don't know what that is. So I guess I'll start it off with, Did you have, did you hear any of the men or did you yourself feel any fear of the concept of I'm going someplace uncomfortable with men? I don't know, and I may not know the past, but I'm apprehensive and I have fear in my heart.
2: Yes, a great question, Italian Job. Um, I will tell you my story of how I ended up in prison. Uh, Quotation air quotations for those of you who are listening. And uh, it was in 2013. I was part of Toastmasters, and uh, which is a leadership and communication organization. And I heard that there was a Toastmasters club, in fact, several, inside the Monroe Correctional Complex, which is a state prison about 20 miles north of Seattle, where I'm from, that it was kicking butt, the best in the district. And of course, you want to know what that is. Plus, I've never been to prison. It sounds interesting. Uh, I remember the first time I actually got through the security and through the double doors and they shut behind me. I had the, Mm Oh, moment. (laughs) And I'm like, what am I doing here? And there is a particular smell that prisons have, which is this kind of, I call it the clean, dirty smell. So it's all antiseptic, but it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's not clean. Yeah. And, um, and so I was really afraid. I, at some point, I thought I was going to lose my breakfast. Uh, mm. But then uh, I'll never forget this moment. And it's one of those pivotal moments that all of us have had uh, in one way or the other. And that's for the listeners. I really want you to challenge yourself to think of those moments or seek those moments out. So for me, the moment of transformation where I figured out what my uh, uh, daffodil was and where what my UOP uh, is, right, you, you, uh, is uh, when the men got cleared through their customs and were coming through the door. And I'll never forget this moment, because as the men started to come through, and there were about five volunteers, five of us, and started shaking my hand. I realized with a start that, hey, these men are exactly like me. Number two, Mm. I have never seen such gratitude just for me being there. And as I started to find out is their hunger, those men who were there, I'm not making any generalizations. The men who came through those doors were dedicated to transforming their own life in a way that I have not seen myself or others. Mm. And since then, that was 2013. So almost 10 years. And in those 10 years, I have met hundreds of men inside with wrap uh, sheets longer than your arm and things that I would otherwise say would make somebody on um, un, on uh, un, un, what's the word um, uh, like not not able to be changed right mm. Yeah. and I was wrong every single time mm. and it shows just how faulty the whole system is and mm-hmm. i can go into that further but uh the speaking of fear since we're talking about fear the number one thing that the guys on the inside have told me over and over again that they are afraid of they are afraid of you guys right. want to guess what are what are the those quote-unquote hardened criminals what are they afraid of tommy boy tell i i'm gonna, I'm gonna guess
1: being vulnerable or the day they get uh, reintroduced to quote-unquote society those are my two guesses
0: yeah, I all was right. going to go off of that second one which was what do I do when I when I'm out when I'm done what am I I don't know I don't know what I don't know will I be accepted and what happens next the unknown
2: Exactly you are you're, you're all 100% right it is the fear of getting out without mm. without any doubt you can have the, the, the any guy is reduced to not being able to eat for the last two weeks Mm. Not, not being able to hold food in. Uh, n- imagine being out for five or 10 years and not knowing what a phone is. Some people, 30 years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And again, these people, uh, it, people say, well, what, you know, what kind of, what kind of crime did they commit? Because, you know, if they did just the drug thing, then I'll be okay. But if they did something terrible, then I'm not okay. There's no difference. And the mm-hmm. program that we used to run, that we still run, called Defy Ventures, inside the prisons, and for those of you who, are, who can look it up, defyventures.org is the uh, organization that I used to work with and I ran the Washington chapter. Um, it's transformative because it does not care what you have done, because what you have done does not define who you are now. No. Imagine if, what each of us would be if we were defined by the worst thing we've ever done. That is the mm-hmm. only thing and then uh the the second fear that i see is the fear that uh they are going to go back in Mm. right and the system is set up to make sure that they come back just stop and think about it the system is set up to make sure that they come back It's (laughs) it's a business it's a big business and We'll talk more about it, but it's not private business. There is definitely private business to be had, but it's not privatized prisons. That's only 3% of all prisons is privatized. So mm-hmm. that's that's a red herring. But uh, there, there are large businesses that supply the programs and uh, for food, for example, or telecommunication or all these other things that do profit. But the, mostly the system is the way it is. Because let's be honest, DOC using F3 jargon is a leech organization, right? It's not a bullfrog. It is a straight up leech. And to change it is really, really hard. Not to mention that it was built on the whole concept. The whole system is built on a, on a model of overseers inside a slave plantation. You can look it up. It is literally how they set it up. Mm-hmm. And so when you think about the legacy and why we have such a broken down system, there is a whole history behind it. And then there is the status quo. There are some really amazing people inside prison who are transforming, who are working against the system in order to support the guys on the inside.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: But it's not enough. And what is required to change the system are people with the voice. You and I and others who come in, see, have their minds changed, and then demand transformation. And that is why I'm doing this, right? And so, yeah, fear is a huge factor here. Uh, And and my fear was that I was going to get hurt. And people, my wife or my, my my wife is okay with it. My parents, my Russian parents, my Russian Jewish immigrant parents, they're like, Leo, why are you doing this? This is what I worked so hard for. This is what I brought you from the Soviet Union for. So you can go into prison. What's wrong with you? Right? And my my 95-year-old grandfather still asks me, right, what is it do, did you do? And I'm like, <laughs> I teach. And they're like, what? Like. Really, it's like the anathema for a Jewish mother, like I'm like, but but people are like, are you afraid of being there? And I will tell you straight out that I feel there is no safer place for me than inside a prison, no safer place, because the guys on the inside, they know that I'm there as a volunteer And if anybody has any clue of wanting to do anything to me, they are dead, like dead, dead. Mm -hmm. Uh, But more importantly, it's not even about that. It's that it's changes the whole paradigm when men like you and I come in and give grace to those Mm -hmm. who never got a first chance, much less the second chance, and then believe in them and lift them up. Talk about picking up the six. It yeah. is a feeling unlike any other. If I could bottle it and sell it, right? We would be we we wouldn't be talking from you know in in this in this thing. It, it is so that's what I want to encourage your listeners to. If you are afraid of something, but you want it, but you're afraid of it, that's your ticket. That is your mm-hmm. aha moment to go and do it because that's where the gold is, right? That, that fear, it has to be afraid. It has to be difficult. It has to be against the odds or against the grain. And it has to piss some people off. If mm-hmm. it's not, again, Dred said it himself, the whole definition of leadership in QSource, right? It's not the person who is followed. Is the person who challenges the status quo for the benefit of his community.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That is the definition. And so use that in order to do whatever it is that you are afraid of yeah it's the quote i mean
1: what comes to mind is the, the life you're seeking is hidden in the thing that you're avoiding right mm. it's the i mean i'm bastardizing the quote but that's the gist of it it's you know the, the the magic that you're seeking is right there in front of your face it just happens to be hiding inside of the thing or behind the thing that you're avoiding or that you don't want to do uh and, and what you're doing and what you have done is put into real world action our credo you know, you're not just going to the prison to be with the men. You're making sure that they're not left exactly as you found them. And mm-hmm. and, in, and in doing so, the same thing is happening to you. You're doing all the things that you had fear and apprehension of doing in the first place. And then realizing that your gesture, that inner voice that's telling you not to do it, or it's dangerous, or you're not going to benefit from this, or what the hell are you thinking, suddenly gets silenced by by. Your ULP, your ultimate life purpose, saying, Welcome to the party. It's about time you got here. I've been mm-hmm. holding this door open the entire time, and I'm I'm thrilled you're here. When you and I first talked a couple of weeks ago, pure led, it you know, fear became you know, we talked, we, we called each other to talk about something completely different about this program, and very quickly our conversation shifted to The things that we were afraid of doing the things that uh, brought fear into our existence and Mm -hmm. the whole point of having you on stuff worth trying is to lean into this concept of fear we don't Mm -hmm. so much overcome our fears as we learn to use them as a positive force in our life to make great change so Do, do you did you are you going to have a process that you go through in naming your fear and I think you just said it it's the thing that you're most afraid of that brings you the most joy at the end of the day and if, and if that's it great we'll move on to our other questions but no um, it's
2: not it's not it it's not it and there's a better there's a better way um that I uh, that I can um formulate it um, in fact it happened yesterday uh, I was uh we started uh, I'll put a plug in we started a well, we've been doing a virtual Q source, uh, rock, uh, for the last year and a half or two years since, uh, COVID started.
0: Mm -hmm. And,
2: uh, so it's on Thursdays, every Thursday at 5 30 AM Pacific standard time. And there is a call in number, a zoom number that men call in. And we, we talk about a Q source the same way as we would do in person. And, um, In our conversations right now, we're just finishing up, just talking about the program itself and the concept of unmasking uh, oneself or one's own insecurity uh, came up. And I thought of a little play on words and that is the goal, my greatest fear is I'm a mascot. Mm -hmm. I think all of us, and I'm naming it right now, all of us have the fear that what we're doing, we're just doing because of whatever ego thing or whatever job thing or whatnot. And I, I, I've i thought of this and I'm like, what I'm doing is unmasking myself.
0: Mm-hmm. Love that. Love that. Right. Un-
2: unmasking, unmasking myself. And and, and that's what we all need is to unmascot ourselves because we're all in many times we are mascots. And that's what Dred said, that the first thing he had to do when he started doing, you know, formulating this thing is um, to uh, unmask, uh, unmask himself to deal with his own mascot. And so it is it is a key. So that's what my greatest fear is, is that, uh, and I think the way I deal with it is by moving forward and by engaging others, because I'm afraid that I don't have all the tools, right? It's one thing to say, well, I want to start this, but I don't, you know, I'm good on start, but I'm really not a, I'm more of a catalyst than a builder. And there are plenty of other people who are builders. So the idea here is like, yeah, you have a fear. You feel like a mascot. Great. Build a team around you that will prove you prove your own fear wrong no. and make sure that that happens so just like we talked about f3 the best way to start uh, working out is to join a group that will hold you accountable That's i needed right. to learn how to meditate and stretch and i wasn't doing it so i started a virtual uh, workout called f3 flow and we're over a year and a half into it uh 12 to 12 30 monday through friday on Pacific Standard. Um, and then, so yeah, you could, but then I have to do it. I'm going to be yeah. missing it today because of you all, but that's, that's an exception to the rule. And so, yeah, the the idea here is that uh, get a team together. As soon as you are afraid of something, you formulate, the, I formulate whatever the vision is. And then I know that I will feel like a mascot. I accept that. And then I build it out by asking others to join my team. Which is what leadership is all about, as I, you know, uh, talk about Q Source.
1: You're talking about vape, and anybody who's spent time in a Shield Lock or spent time in Q Source understands vape. Anybody who's been through Grow Rock, uh has had vape in their face, literally and figuratively. Do, I remember um, vape,
2: but do you want to do you want to break it, break it up? If you know, not to put you on a spot, what vape no. stands for.
1: It's funny because I'm looking at an Italian job, looking at me like, go ahead, Tommy Boy, screw it up again. I know,
0: you're going to do no, you it. Got, you, I believe in you, Tommy Boy. I believe in you, Tommy Boy.
1: Vape is to visualize it, what you just said, a is to articulate it to others. P is to persuade them to join you, and X is the exhortation to get it done.
0: I mean it's E, but yeah. What did
1: it, I say? X, E. X. I still screwed it up. <laughs> Dang.
2: I love, I love it. I love the X because it's like yeah. it's just like what? Like, See, that, I'm starting that's that's my own thing. yeah, I'm
1: starting <laughs> my own thing. It's called F4 and uh it's called Vape X. And uh we're going to we're going to almost space with vape. Well, X. This, I, this, you know, v- it's V90X. Fun. It's it's
2: funny you say F. Uh, F4 because I think that we do have F4 and this the fourth F is silent. And that for us, for me, what we are doing is we're making it uh, uh, not silent and that is freedom. We take freedom for granted, don't we?
1: Yeah,
2: sure we do. Yeah, we sure do. And so that's why F3 freedom is really the fourth F because that freedom to do and be who you meant to be is something that we all granted, and we're all imprisoned by our own fears and limiting beliefs, and you know, uh, gestures and so forth, right? Yeah. But the idea is, you cannot do it. I cannot do this myself. That's right. I must engage others. So the the antidote to fear, right, is is to use it. Right. I I talk about fear very often, like the wind under the wings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, it's gonna lift you up. If you are fearful of something, great. Like you are, you want to look for fear rather than run away from it. You want to yeah. run through it. And, Here, and somebody, yeah. you reminded me of something. I just don't want to forget it. You reminded me of uh, the first time I jumped off the side of a
1: cliff with uh, with the paraglider. And he said, "You know, are you are you afraid of anything?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm afraid of the gravity right now." And he said, "Well, what we rely on when we do what we do as as paragliders is we rely on the thermal." He's like, when we get afraid, we get hot and sweaty. He's like, that's actually a good thing. That's the thermal that comes off the earth that lifts us into the air so that we can fly and and do what we we are meant to do.
2: Wow. Wow, Tommy. That's great. Listen, I have some seaside property in Arizona for you. If you're (laughs) (laughs) interested. Yeah. Wow, that is thick. Wow. Yeah, sure. That's the thermal that lifts you up. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly what happened. All your sweat. That, That was great excellent yep. excellent work um but, but uh, there is another analogy though that might be also very useful for for those and this is a real thing do you guys know the difference between bison and cows they're both herds
0: mm-hmm.
2: on a prairie in a storm
0: i do know this yes one. i do all right yeah, why we, don't well, italian you, you job, tell it why don't
2: you tell no why, italian job, why don't you tell it
0: so the crazy thing about storms on the horizon when a storm is, is really bearing down, cows will just sit there and they will take the storm and ride it out. Bison will run towards the end of the storm, through the storm, get through the storm faster, stronger, and be able to relax on the other end. They don't wait for the storm. They run through the storm as a herd together. So they get yep. through it stronger and, uh, and they don't just wait for the rains to pour and the thunder to clap and the lightning to crash they literally say you know what heads down let's roll
2: it's actually it's half right uh the the cows actually run away from the storm ah they run away and you're right they run away singularly they run away right and so what what but what happens is it's not just about running away and running into it, which is kind of a cool analogy, right? But just think about your elementary math. I know you guys can figure it out, right? If the storm is moving at 10 miles an hour one way and you run away from it at 10 miles an hour or five miles an hour, then you're going to stay in the storm hell of a lot longer than if the, <laughs> the storm is going 10 miles an hour and you're going five miles an hour the other way. That's right. Right? That's
0: That's so, also... That's yeah. also how you fast forward a parade, by the way. If you uh, just you just walk against the parade, and it makes the parade go faster. Just little little heads up there. It's a fast forwarding. Wow.
2: I just want to. I just hope. I just wish that's how it worked for the IPC, because it's not. <laughs> um, it's 45 not, minutes it's just, is still 45 minutes. 45 no matter which minutes, way you're my God, my God. Well, in any case, I think that this idea of how do you conquer fear is, is really a misnomer, right? This idea of conquering, our, our Western minds are so messed up with all these bi, you know, black and white things. And, and so the idea is it's not, it's not about conquering at all. There's no conquering fear, uh, right? Fear is really the, the, the essential ingredient of anything worth doing. Mm -hmm. right but uh, what i found is there is a another secret ingredient that is critical and that is purpose so fear without purpose is cowardice
1: Mm -hmm.
2: fear Mm -hmm. with purpose is courage
1: Mm -hmm.
2: there's no right just think about anything that you've been courageous about and most likely you were cowardice about it for a while and then you got Mm -hmm. a purpose something kicked you in the butt and then you said wait I got something worth doing this for, risking this for. And then you do it, and then whatever the outcome is is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. It's not even relevant whether it succeeds or fails because yeah. the purpose is uh, the, the the purpose is there. And so this is why I think uh what I love about F3 is that if you see a problem, the expectation is that you're going to if you really see a problem then you're going to take it on and it's going to be your project. Yeah there's no one to hand it off to
1: it's the first F, right it doesn't get easier you get stronger
0: that's right
2: uh it's your f3
1: flow it's not more fun to stretch out uh, a tight hamstring it's just you're you can bend a little bit farther each time you lean into it um and i i I agree that there you don't you don't conquer it and, and 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 own it 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 becomes a part of the process for you. It's how you find your way to the F three Sesame Street that we call Dolphin to Daffodil, right? Hey, hey,
2: Tommy boy! Can I be? Can I? Can I be a coach? uh, Please, a a, a coach um, uh, for just a second. There is a, a secret shortcut to to self development. I found one of the many, and that is to change the pronouns when you speak. So right now, what you said was profound, but you use the you profound pro, uh, pronoun versus I. If you were to repeat what you just said, it's going to w- want, sound way more authentic to me, but you are going to come up with real stories and solutions. If you start you or even worse, we or us or anything else like that, it, it, it shields you from the actual action. So try to say I when you say I, not you. Heard. Thanks, Coach. You're welcome. Uh, uh, the, 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 the invoice is in the mail, so perfect. It's all good. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I shouldn't call you Coach. Then, if there's an invoice, then you're you're not a, you're you're not a coach. You're a consultant. He's a consultant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then you add another zero to it. So oh, it's yeah. all good, man. Yeah. It's well, all good. here's the thing that I love. That I love. Uh, I, I. It's these kind of conversations. You know, we could talk all day about how to hold a Q school or or Forum Week, and we have, and they are important. What I love about SWT are conversations like this because SWT transitions from stuff worth trying to, uh, salvation while trying. Hmm. And it's when what, what, what you saw, and I'm using you intentionally when you walked through the door and met those men where they were and over and, 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 uh, over the course of a a moment, it sounds like, a. uh, A barrier was broken, a bond was formed, and you rediscovered, it sounds like, your your purpose and the potential in others. So this this idea of trying things in the business world, we don't like that word. Show me the plan, show me exactly how you're going to get there, and now go and check back in with me every step of the way versus the F3 world, which is I don't like what I see in front of me. I want to change it. And I need three guys who's coming with me. You know, it's the Jerry Mm -hmm. McGuire motif. And then, holy crap, we've overcome everything and disrupted the status quo that's been holding everybody back uh, for so long. And now here we are talking with you and we get to learn, oh man, it's not that he did things differently. He did things, period. And overcame the thing that we allow a a lot of us to hold ourselves back, which is fear. And I'm guilty of that too. It's the fear of, trying which is way more exciting than the fear of never trying because that's the one that you take to your grave
2: that that who takes to the grave
1: that i take to my grave ah
2: yeah exactly (laughs) exactly Uh, i i did want to correct you when you were introducing me and the idea of like when you talk when you listen to hello kitty uh podcast it's not just with me it's with roma who is one of my grads and whom i introduced to the f3 as soon as he came out Mm -hmm. and uh so uh, to answer another one of the uh italian's jobs uh, original question is what about what about the our region aren't they afraid of doing this kind of work and the answer is no and the reason for that is very simple and that is roma uh he's not the only man i introduced from 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 the inside but he's the one that has stuck and who has transform not just himself but others and uh, that's what it takes it takes real examples so when people are supporting this program and i really do hope that you and uh, those are listeners they can go in and support this uh, f3 freedom prison project you can hopefully it's going to be in the notes the link but basically it's gofundme slash f3 behind bars because that was the original name uh, so check it out. Every dollar that you may uh, donate uh, is uh, matched by F3 Foundation. And the money will go towards uh, the books, QSource books, as well as free to, free to lead. Um, and, uh, but most of it will go towards these uh, rocks with all of the essentials for men not to have any excuse when they come out and for us to establish this continuity uh, from, from behind bars and beyond.
0: Years ago, I was afraid of doing any kind of projects around my house, mostly because I I don't know what I'm doing. What if I break it? What if I mess it up? And uh, there were a couple of things that helped me get through that fear. One, I had the tools. The tools were there. And having those tools was the first step because that's no longer a crutch. I don't have the tools. I can't do the jobs. The second part was I had the encouragement. I had my father-in-law. I had my friends. I had my dad that were saying, do it. Just do it. You'll learn while you do it. And then the worst part was, if I screw it up, so what? I'll do it again, and I'll do it again, and I'll do it again. Worst case scenario, I'll pay somebody to do it. But it turned into, I needed the experience. I just needed to do it. And then I realized I'm more capable. I'm capable of things beyond my own imagination because I tried it, I succeeded at it. Did I succeed the first time? No, but I now know how to hang a door. I now know how to do... Uh, how to put down flooring. I now know how to do plumbing work because I was given the tools, I was given the encouragement and I was given the opportunity.
2: Yeah, that's right. That's a great story. I heard a great uh,
1: analogy that you just reminded me of today, uh, Italian job. It's not always the tool, it's the need. If if you mm. need a hole drilled you know, in, in a wall, you don't need a drill, you need a hole. A drill will help you. A power drill will help you. What else will help you get that hole that is what you really need? It's like uh, we may have even talked about it here on a podcast. If there is a need for fish, it's great to teach a man to fish. It's much, much better and way more sustainable to give him access to the pond. Um, other, otherwise, yeah. there's always a, a relationship that is built on uh, somebody has and somebody has not. But giving uh, access to the pond helps diffuse that situation.
2: I, I think that that's really important. Uh, I do want to, again, emphasize what I've learned inside the prison, Mm -hmm. and that is uh, opportunities do matter and tools are important, but both of those are not sufficient to actually create action, and that is why most programs fail, most endeavors fail, because I focus on, hey, do I have the tools I need and do I have the opportunity? And if I judge that I don't, then I don't do it. Mm -hmm. However, what I've noticed is that if I am to identify, as you said, a need, and then I engage with other men or women or people, if I make myself accountable for the result and engage them to assist me, that's the key, sell them on it, the universe responds, and mm-hmm. I have an mm-hmm. interesting analogy with my with my clients very often uh, when in career coaching and whatnot, and that is uh, I, I say that universe is a McDonald's drive-through. <laughs> so if imagine you, are eh, eh, touche, touche. Uh, but if you are if you were to drive up to McDonald's roll down the window and say, I am hungry. What are they going to do? Yep. Can they do anything? Can they do anything? It, yeah, it depends no. on who
1: you're working with, right? Yeah. No.
2: You, you no, got to no, no, no. tell That's them true. what you
1: want. You got to yeah. tell
2: them what you want. You can't be going around saying, I'm hungry, I'm thirsty. Yeah. And they're like, well, what, what are you hungry for? And you're like, well, I want some meat. Mm-hmm. That's not going to help. Yeah. Right? You have to say, I want a you know, double cheeseburger with pickles, no onions, toasted, you know, fries, supersize them. You got to give the universe something to work with. And otherwise, it's not going to happen. And then Mm -hmm. you got to involve other people and have them buy, buy the idea. And that the act itself will flesh out the minimum viable product, will flesh out we have flushed out for me, you know, I am switching, right. Half half flushed out for me. What's the next step. We started uh, with the five ventures. I started the five ventures, COVID put kapusha on it, you know, closed all the prison programs. And uh, it really took me down a notch. Talk about fear. I went into a deep depression because all of a sudden the program that was kind of my identity went away overnight mm-hmm. And I had to step down as the executive director of a program because there was nothing to executive direct and eventually got uh, absorbed by the five ventures national, which was great. And we raised enough money to hire one of the formerly incarcerated Mm men, uh, David, uh, nicknamed uh, Woofer. Uh, And, he is still running this program, and we have two graduating classes from community program, and now going back to the prison. I had to step down because I lost my my why. Mm-hmm. I lost my uh, mojo. I let the the I let the COVID and what COVID did affect me so much that uh, I I let go of my dream or my UVP. And also, I stopped communicating with the guys on the inside. For that, I can't forgive myself for even now. Uh, mm-hmm. There there are reasons why I couldn't do it theoretically, but I didn't try hard enough. And so they felt completely abandoned by me. All of a sudden, overnight, I was there twice a week, three times a week. I, I couldn't communicate with them because it's not legal uh, to do that. Um, but I didn't try hard enough. And now, as I speak, I want to. The best time to fix something is 20 years ago. The second best time is tomorrow. So I'm going to make sure that that I, I'll I'll fix that tomorrow. But hmm. yeah, the, this idea of uh, letting letting things down is just going to happen, and yeah. it's okay. It is okay as long as I as long as uh, I know that I I embrace and move forward. Um, and, and that's going back to this. I know we are running out of time, so I just want to turn it to, if I may turn it as a challenge to the men and women who are listening, um, especially for the men, for the F3, uh, we have this incredible gift, just, just the gift. Well, it's free to begin with, but the idea of, uh, that we have a group of men who are willing to step up when, when they're inspired. So inspire others or open yourself to be inspired and join a thing that is really hard or challenge people right it doesn't have to be a seesaw yeah it it, it could be it could be a completely meaningful uh, project right and uh, I haven't come up with an acronym I'm sure there is one Uh, right but we we should totally do an f3 (laughs) seesaw but for the third f And that's, you know, completely meaningful and utterly powerful, right? There you go. Uh, Right. And that, I believe, will do more for me or for you, for the person who engages with this, and for F3 region, than any workout, any cafeteria, or even uh, any just normal feel-good volunteer work, or a Bible study, or whatnot. I think that that's where uh, F three has this untapped potential, um, and that's really funny because uh, I've I talked to Dread. Um, and uh, I talked about this project, project and I said, I don't understand how after 11 years, we are not in every prison. I, yeah. I don't comprehend. It's literally men inside, work out, outside. It's free, like, it's literally, I mean, the book is called Freed to Lead People. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and he laughed at me. He said, I never in a million years thought that application for that. Yeah. And he's a lawyer. He's a lawyer for crying out loud. and And so that's the power of f three is that it allows us, each of us, to untap our own potential by creating something bigger than us. And I just want people to just stop just kind of going through the motion. Stop mascotting inside your F3, as somebody mentioned to me before that, you know, we can all mascot through F3, we can all show up to workhouse, we can all go to cafeteria, we can all come to one or two events afterwards. But are you really leveraging this incredible organization for what it's worth? Am I? Right? Am I? And when I started doing it, man, talk about power. Yeah, it's not my power. So just a thought for the thought, food for thought.
0: You nailed it, pure lead. I, I will tell you, man, this was an honor for me, and I'm probably speaking on behalf of Tommy Boy. But seeing that he's got a big smile and shaking his head, it tells me that he was also honored and privileged to spend some time with you today. We could go on all day, but I think at some point our listeners will have to get out of their cars and come back into the house. Uh, so, brother, I appreciate you. Pure Lead, what you're doing for the men uh, that you're serving is an inspiration. And, uh, and thank you. Just thank you for your willingness to share, for your willingness to lead, um, for giving us you know, 45 minutes or so of your time today. Tommy Boy, I'm going to toss it to you and then I'm going to close it out with a quote that I heard this week.
1: Outstanding, yeah. Pure lead. Uh, on behalf of my my new life coach, thank I for coming on <laughs> stuff worth trying. Uh, I, 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 it's ironic but perfect to say that I was uh, fearful to reach out to you unbeknownst to you uh, initially and offer a little bit of candor about some stuff that you and I first met on, and it's turned into today's conversation. And I can't think of three better men to share some space with on the Zoom. So. Thank I for coming on (laughs) SWT and uh, (laughs) in all seriousness, thank you. And I look forward to uh, our our next steps together as, as we uh, kick down doors. So keep doing what you're doing. You've inspired me. You've inspired IJ and the purpose of today's conversation was to allow other men to be motivated to do whatever
0: it is. that's on their heart that needs to be disrupted. So T collapse, brother. Thank you. Comfort is a drug. Once you get used to it, it becomes addicting. Give a weak person consistent stimulation, good food, cheap entertainment, and they'll throw their ambitions right out the window. The comfort zone is where dreams go to die. We have a comfort crisis. It's creating weak men. Challenge yourself, buck the trend, be better. You know what to do. All right? All
2: right. right. Gentlemen, be good or be good at it. All right. Appreciate you, See you in the gloom, gentlemen. See you in the gloom. Thank you, guys.